1: Portions of the following program may be pre-recorded.
2: Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today, but thank you for tuning in and enjoy the show.
3: It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. How in the world are you today? You ready to talk to me? That's me, your bridge building voice right here in the nation's capital. So glad to be hanging out with you on WAVA 105.1 FM out of Arlington, Virginia, covering all of the DMV, D.C., Maryland, Northern Virginia, parts of Pennsylvania and West Virginia as well. So, hey, thank you so much for hanging out with me today. And then, of course, for those of you on social media, you can see me waving at you. Giving you my sideways peace sign. Uh, At Anderson Speaks is my handle for all my social media. So if you want to watch me right now on uh, Facebook Live, I'm there, or on YouTube Live. Or, of course, you can always follow me on Instagram. I like that. That's the more personal side of my life, if you're even interested in that. But uh, there you have it. So that's how social media works, right? We follow each other and and learn about people going to Starbucks or something. Who knows? Had a friend text and say, she's got a, a cinnamon dolce latte. No whip, extra hot. I'm like, wow, okay, that's a lot for the order of a drink. But it seemed like she liked it, and she said it was yummy. So, see, that's the kind of stuff you can find out on social media. Aren't you glad to know about that? <laughs> anyway, hey, listen, give me a call today. It is a call and talk show. And today we're talking about generational mentoring. What do older men and women want younger men and women to know? And uh, by the way, what do younger men and women want older men and women to know? I mean, what is... Uh, the young generation missing these days? And and what do the older folk need to understand and just embrace? It's not the 1950s anymore, right? And so I want to hear from you. I want uh, those who are older to tell me about what you think uh, the younger men and women need to know and vice versa from you younger folk, okay? What do you what do you want to know from older people? What do you want to glean from those who are more seasoned in life? Let's build this generational bridge, right? We're all about bridge building, but what about between the generations? So give me a call. My phone number is 888-432-7434. Got it? 888-432 7434 uh if you're driving and saying how do i remember that number just remember the word bridge 888 43 bridge 888 43 bridge now what i'm going to do like i always do is bow for a short word of prayer and then i'm opening my phone lines now so get in where you fit in give me a call i'd love to talk to you about this topic you know what what's the younger generation missing these days and by the way what um what do older folk just? They just need to listen. It's it's not the '40s. It's not the '50s. Things have changed. I know what the Bible says. I know what Grandma said. Great Grandma did. But uh, it's a different day and age. And so help us uh, guide us through this time period. But we need we need wisdom. All right. So let's not have such a gap between older folk and younger folk that they can't even talk to one another anymore. And I'll just have to say this before I pray. I'm so grateful for my family, you know, even over uh, the latest uh, holiday, which was Mother's Day, just to be able to have my uh, mom in the room. And yet you had youngsters, cousins, uh, aunts and uncles, you know, you had all those generations, and uh, that's a beautiful thing because a lot of families are missing that. They're they're in gap. They have gaps between them, or or like uh, one of my one of my friends said recently, you know, uh, grandmas ain't around anymore. They're forty five years old and they're hanging out at the club or something. And so I, I, I want to hear from y'all on that one. Anyway, come on, let's pray together. Heavenly Father, I do thank you for the word. Of God, I thank you for my listeners, uh, fans, friends, followers, whatever we call them, Lord. uh, We we can be connected in the spirit uh, because of the relationship we have with you. So I ask you, God, the God of all generations, to give us your wisdom today on this Tough Topic Tuesday, for it is in the name of Jesus, we pray and commit the show to you. Amen and amen. Well, there are a couple other ways you can get a hold of me if you want. You can always call me during the show. I'm here, I'm available, and I'm ready. But you might have something to say, and you don't want to be on the air, or it's going to take longer than about 30 seconds to a minute. So you know what? You can go to andersonspeaks.com. That's andersonspeaks.com. And sure enough, you can email me there even when the show is not going on. So feel free uh, to do that as well. Now, another website you want to make sure you mark, and that's GracismGlobal.com. Gracism, it's a book I wrote, Racism with a G in front of it, GracismGlobal.com. And the book that I wrote is free right now on audio uh, as well. So when you go to GracismGlobal.com, hit the free book and listen to it at your leisure. Does that sound all right? All right, my number one last time, and then I'm going to the phone lines, 888 432 74 That is my number in studio. Give me a call right now. My call screener is waiting and ready to get you up on my screen. All right. Let's go to Maryland and kick it off there first with Anonymous, who's on the line. Hello, Anonymous. It's Dr. Anderson here. How are you today? And hello, Anonymous. You're on the air. Everyone Hi, wants. Dr.
4: Anson.
3: Okay. Help. Hello,
4: can you hear me?
3: I can now speak up and tell me what you're thinking.
4: It's always a pleasure to talk to you. Oh, I wish you had a, a church that was in my area. Mm-hmm. It's just something about you that I love. I truly, truly love. I'm I'm from the old school. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we had to pray. Regardless of what your denomination is, because you can print it on the money, but you know, but you you can't pray in school and it it, it made a difference back then mm.
3: so you Where think you prayer in school a, was a big deal that the younger generation is now missing because we don't have it anymore
2: exactly, oh, exactly. I understand
3: i understand
4: we mhm, mhm. We just need to show more love to one another.
3: Yes, yes. You know,
4: and, and, and what we're going through because, you know, God is a good God, and he blesses us every single day. Mm-hmm. Every day you wake up and your feet hit the floor, thank God.
3: Amen to thank that. Thank God
4: because so we did not have to what do you think these younger 100%.
3: What do you think these younger people need today, Anonymous.
4: They need parents Mm. that will listen to the older generation, Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. once the older generation phases out, who's left to teach them to pray?
3: Right, right. Well, you, you make a good point about prayer. Thank you so much. It's good to hear your voice. May the Lord be with you. Okay, Anonymous?
4: Okay, thank you, Dr.
3: Anderson. God bless you. Hey, listen, when I get back, I'm going to go to Mike. He's in Washington, D.C., but i got to run to my break right now. If you want to get in as well, uh, go ahead and get in where you fit in. Here's my number, 888-43-BRIDGE. It's Tough Topic Tuesday. We're talking about the generational divide. How do we mentor to help younger people? And younger people, what do you need older folk to know? I want to hear your voice as well. And uh, if you see me on social media, you see that fresh fade. Come on, go to Andersonspeaks.com, hit fashion, you can get a linen shirt like the one I'm wearing right now. I'll be right back.
5: When asked the question raised by her professor, Why are you here at Omega Graduate School? Sevla Hailu answered in one of her essays like this I was not there just to add a prefix to my name, though that would feel good.
1: Join our text community and receive a free weekly text from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 97000. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 97000. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson.
3: That's me, Real Talk. With Dr. David Anderson, I'm hanging out with you here in uh, the studio. and so glad that you are with me. If you're on social media, thank you for saying good afternoon and hello there. Uh, If you want to call me, my number is 888-43-BRIDGE. We're talking about that generational divide, and specifically generational mentoring. Uh, What do older men and women want younger men and women to know? What do you all want them to know? And what do you younger men and women, let's say younger is 30 or younger, what do you want older folk uh, to know, and and what do they need to embrace? I hate to say get over, but maybe just embrace. And you know, I I know of uh, a few ladies at the church that might say something to younger ladies about the you know maybe the clothing, uh, or something like that. Or uh, the younger generation might say, well, listen, you know, I, I'm not cooking and I'm not cleaning. You know, uh, and so, ladies, do you need to teach that to younger ladies? Or you say, you know what, teach teach the sons and daughters because you got male chefs, you got men who clean the house, too. What is that? And men, what does it mean to raise a man, you know, a, a, a boy to a man, right? So this is what we're talking about. If you want to join in and have the conversation with me, uh, my number is 888-432-7434. I promised before the break I'd go to Washington, D.C. and talk to Mike. So that's where I am now. Hey, Mike, it's Dr. Anderson here. How you doing? How you doing? Alive and grateful. What are you thinking? Uh,
6: I think the way the generation is today is the parents. Because I'm going with the Bible says. Mm -hmm. This generation, today.
3: Mm -hmm. Turn your radio down so we don't have an echo, okay? So we can all hear you. Okay. So in this generation. This generation, you're saying the, he, the problem he, is the parents. Is that what I heard you say?
4: The parents, they
6: start with the parents.
3: Mm-hmm.
6: This is this is biblical. These last days. Jesus talked about this generation. They despise the father and bring shame in the mother. And mm-hmm. and the last thing I say, the Bible says, raise your kids up in the Lord, it'll go well through their life. They ain't been taught.
3: Mm-hmm. So you think we're missing that in this generation? You don't think the parents are doing it? Does that mean the parents are not are not are not saved or is it means they're just saved but they're not really holding their kids, uh training their kids right?
6: They don't listen to the message of God about this generation in time prophecy. If you don't raise them up in a in a younger time early, this is what you see. Mhm. The Bible speaks to I'm going with
3: the Bible says. Understood. All right, Mr. Mike, thank you so much. I appreciate your comment today, okay?
6: Thank you. thank you. I keep in touch with you.
3: I hope so. Blessings to you. Let's go to Rockville, Maryland. Danita is on the line. Hello, Ms. Danita. It's Dr. Anderson. How are you? Dr. Anderson, I've talked to you more since my husband died than I have ever talked to anyone. What? Good wow. afternoon. I'm so God, glad you called you, me. I'm Minnesota. always here, okay? I'm always here. Holler at me.
2: So I, I think what's missing because I am now considered an elder, mm-hmm. um, and uh, I preach the gospel myself. Okay. I have a child that when she went to college, she left. We sat under the same wonderful teacher, mm-hmm. um, a pastor that grassroots, you know, small Baptist church. Right. And we actually, I mean, we was in that word hard. So my daughter came home from college with the apocrypha.
3: Uh-oh. Okay. <laughs> and mama, mama said, hang on now, let me tell you about this.
2: Well, what I do with my daughter is I have a hard line that I will not deviate from. And one of the things I've learned from young people, they're looking for authenticity One. But they're also looking for people who not only believe because she respects me now, mm-hmm. regardless of what she thinks of the word. Right. God will bring her back. That's not my job. My right. job is to raise her up in the admonition of the Lord. And then
3: you trust the Lord to but bring her home.
2: That's it. Because my grandmother trusted God to bring me home. And it worked. And I was a hard sell. Mm. And it worked.
3: Look at that. Look at so, that.
2: So, I mean, there's hope for our young people. You can't just place it all on the adults. Because my grandmother prayed me out of the streets. My mother and my father Mm. separated when I was very young. So it wasn't until really God brought me back. I was always flitting in and out of the church. Always. The other thing I think is we don't have any stick-to-itiveness as adults and as leadership. We want our kids to do what we want, period, without question. But then we don't do what we're supposed to do.
3: Know, the whole example thing and authenticity thing is yeah. what you mentioned earlier as well. Yeah. So part of it is we have to, we have to walk our talk, but in the other part, I hear you saying, Miss Danita, is we got to trust the Lord with our kids once they're out of our jurisdiction.
2: I think elders have taught me in the church that you got to have some fortitude got to be yeah. able to take a point and keep on going because sometimes kids rebuff the right. truth.
3: That's we right. did it. Yep, yep. But my mama kept praying for us, and my daddy. I'm sure until I pat, until he passed away when I was 21. But mama and daddy, we had devotions. We prayed before meals. We we went to church whether we wanted to or not. We all f- filed into that car and, and rode over to Wednesday night and then service. Got <laughs> when, it,
2: when necessary. Remember, Dr. Anderson, you got to spank him when necessary.
3: Well, what's interesting is that how they know how to spank you when you're in the back seat. <laughs> <laughs> and how how do my mom how, how do my mom know how to discipline me in church by reaching over and just getting a piece of my thigh and twisting it? How do they know that?
2: There you go. <laughs> my grandmother did the same thing uh-huh. as, as a did young they, girl. all they teach all them that? I remembered was was the wagon wheels behind. I couldn't see the pastor preaching, so grandma had to pray some stuff off of me. Mm. And when she did, she actually before she died got to hear me give a mother's day address on a sunday sermon so nice. it was and she she cried she really did bet, she, said, she denita, did. you would have won i don't know how you would have won but you.
3: how about that <laughs> hey well listen thanks for hanging out with me yet again miss sure. denita from rockville i hope you'll hang hang with me some more okay
2: oh yes sir every day
3: all right blessings to you that's Rockville in the house representing. Where are you, and who? Where are you representing geographically, and uh, what about your what about your parents? What about? Because I'm hearing parents. A couple of phone callers have been saying that, and um, you know, we had deacons uh, in our church growing up. Deacon Holcomb, I sure still remember him. But We had deacons. We had uh, youth leaders. There seemed to be more of a support, and it's a village type support when you were growing up in a smaller church. But the bigger churches, like mine is a big church, uh, we got to make sure that people don't get lost in the cracks. And sometimes they can if you don't have smaller ministries and small groups and, and things of that sort. Now, everybody doesn't know everybody's business, um, which is probably a good thing in the smaller church. Sometimes everybody knows everybody's business. Uh, but somebody ought to know your business. Do you know what I'm saying? And so, But I'd love to hear from you. If you're just joining us, you might be wondering what we're talking about. Well, let me reboot this. First of all, it's Tough Topic Tuesday. And we're talking about the generational divide and the tough divide between older folk and younger folk. And the question we're asking today is what do older men and women want younger men and women to know? All right? That maybe they don't know because they haven't had anybody older talking to them. Or what do younger men and women want older men and women to know as well? Like what do older folk need to understand and embrace? You know? So... That is uh really, really important as well. And so I want to hear from you. Give me a call. My phone number is eight 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 four three two seventy-four thirty-four. Or just remember the word bridge, eight 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 four three bridge. What's the younger generation missing these days? Uh they're not missing rap, are they? But cool thing is they're Christians that are doing rap to give them somewhat of an alternative uh, what do you think? Eight, 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 four, three bridge. And what do the older folk need? Well, they need to learn how to zoom. (laughs) I mean, they had to learn something in the last couple of years, didn't they? They had to learn technology. Uh, That may have brought some families together. Oh, granddaughter, grandson coming over, helping to set up technology, something that some of the older folk didn't know how to do. And so you see, we need each other and it's important for us to realize that. Well, what about the word of God? Well, The word of God says in Titus, teach the older men to be temperate, worthy of respect, self-controlled and sound in faith and love and in and in endurance. So that's what uh, Titus is talking about. Likewise, teach the older women to be reverent in the way they live. Grandma, you see that verse Titus two, three, let me read it again in case y'all missed it. I ain't going to break now. You got to hear this. (laughs) <laughs> teach the older women not to be going to the club with the little mini skirt on at forty five, fifty-five, shaking your thing like you don't don't care. I'm just saying, I mean, that wasn't in the text. I, I may have embellished it a little. Let me just read it the way it's the way it's in the word. Likewise, <laughs> teach the older women to be reverent in the way they live. Not to be slanderers or addicted to much wine but to teach what is good said much wine. Okay. 888 432 verse four. Then they can urge the younger women to love their husbands and children. Hmm. So right there, it's teaching us that older women actually teach younger women how to love their husband and children. It doesn't come natural. Right. A younger woman. I just love him. And they naturally going to know how to love them. They naturally going to know how to love children. They ain't never had children before. There's a natural love that they have for the children, but older grandmas and, and nanas, as y'all call each other, little kid call you nana. Well, guess what? They they need someone to tell them this is how you love your husband, sweetie. This is how you love your children. It didn't say you went to a school. It didn't say you went and got a degree. Uh it said, you know, older women teach the younger women how to love their husbands and children, how to be self-controlled. Verse 5 says we're in Titus 2. To be self-controlled and pure, to be busy at home, to be kind, and to be subject to their husbands, so that no one will malign the word of God. Did you see it? So it's important. Ladies, in order to mentor younger ones, you got to be doing that yourself. Men, uh, you, you got to be temperate, worthy of respect, self controlled. That's in, in, in the text for both men and women self controlled, sound in faith, in love, and endurance. You have to do that so that you can teach the younger ones. Similarly, it says in verse 6, we're in Titus 2, verse 6 says, Encourage the young men to be self controlled. There it is. So it says in verse 2, Teach the older men to be temperate, worthy of respect and self-control. And then it says in verse six, encourage the young men to be self-controlled. So the older men have to be self-controlled so they can teach the younger men how to be self-controlled. And what? Maybe in their sexuality, maybe in their temper, maybe in their anger. You know, maybe we always teach them how to fight, fight, fight. Maybe it's uh, teaching them how to how to control their temper and everything set them an example and everything set them an example by doing what is good in your teaching show integrity and seriousness so it's all about the example which is what Miss Danita was talking about well i'm coming right back give me a call it's real talk with dr david anderson
0: Change your station, change your life. WAVA.
6: Listen to me. If Jesus is not the only way to heaven, then Christianity would have been just another religion. But God became man, John said, so that the search can be over. And that is what sets the Christian faith apart. And because God took upon himself human nature, John said Jesus gave his divine nature. To everyone who comes to believe in Him, surrender to Him, receive Him as Savior and Lord of the life. Just as He, God of very God, took on human nature, Jesus Christ gave His divine nature to those who come to Him, believe in Him, trust in Him.
7: Dr. Yusuf's mission is to passionately proclaim uncompromising truth through the growing opportunities in media around the world. To learn how you can be a part of impacting your world, go to
8: ltw.org.
9: Attention high school juniors and seniors. We invite you and your family to experience Liberty University at College for a Weekend, November 9th through 11th. Catch a glimpse of your future at LU by attending flame sporting events, concerts, and classes, eating in our brand new dining center, exploring campus, and taking your next steps in the admission process. Visit liberty.edu slash radio to register and receive information about off-campus lodging. Again, that's liberty.edu slash radio.
1: Mercy. Compassion. A fresh perspective. You're listening to
0: life-changing talk radio. 105.1 FM WAVA. OnePlace.com. Full-length Christian teaching broadcasts, newsletters, free downloads, and more. All online, all free from your favorite ministries. It's the all-new OnePlace.com.
10: Listen to your favorite Christian programs anytime on the OnePlace app. Download and listen offline. Stream
0: to your car or automated home device. Download OnePlace at Google Play or the iTunes App Store. Donald Trump's indictment proves that saving America is not going to be easy. There are entrenched powers that are fighting this with everything they've got. They want to keep control over the country, the narrative, and the nation's money supply. Hi, I'm Lance Wall now. I'm a news analyst, a Christian author, an evangelical leader. I speak to millions of people every week, people just like you. You see, what the elites are doing is using inflation and government handouts and now central bank digital currencies to determine how they're going to control America. And that's why I recommend all Christians start a gold IRA from the Birch Gold Group. Because physical precious metals are one of the few ways you can maintain control over your own savings. To get a free info kit on gold IRAs, text the word FAITH to 989898. Birch Gold Group is the only gold company I trust. Get their free info kit and you'll see why a gold IRA can help you. There are no strings attached. Text the word FAITH to 98 98 98 and you're going to be blessed by taking action right now
2: today is an encore presentation of real talk with dr david anderson we're not taking your calls today but thank you for tuning in and enjoy the show
3: it's real talk with dr david anderson welcome to the second half of the show Tough Topic Tuesday, and we're talking about the tough topic of the generational divide between the older generation and the younger generation. Generational mentoring is necessary. It's also biblical. But I've asked the question, what do older folk want younger folk to know? What do younger folk want older folk to know? Let's say younger than 30. And uh, by the way, what do older folk need to understand and just embrace now? And for the younger folk, what? What are they missing these days? I want to hear from you. My phone number is 888-432-7434. Some of these social issues, you know, younger people see it differently than older folk. And older folk have to sometimes let go of some of these older mores and say, you know what, this is the day and age that we're in. But there's some other things we are like, nope, we ain't letting go of that one. That one, that one's rooted in the word, you know, that sort of thing. And so I want to hear from you. 888 432 7434. Four. So uh, Amber and I had some uh, African friends over uh, from Nigeria around our dinner table, and they were having this conversation because you had some younger uh, Nigerian ladies at the table, and you had some older Nigerian. Uh, ladies and men at the table and they you know they they had a difference of opinion the the younger ones uh you know w- were talking about maybe not having to do the dishes and clean up after the meal and things of that sort not out of rebellion but that that wasn't what this day and age is about and the older ones were like uh yeah no you always it's tradition you always help clean up you always go to the kitchen you always pick up your plate and so there was just this a uh, bit of a you know there's nothing in the scripture that says You know, you have to pick up your plate and, you you know, that sort of thing based on gender. Right. You you know, we serve one another and uh, we have manners to one another. But it's really interesting seeing how culture works. And uh, because these younger Nigerian girls were in America where the older women were not only from Nigeria, they they literally were coming into the country from Nigeria for some uh, government business. So we had them over at the house. And so coming from their country to America, their whole thing was our kids have been so Americanized that they have lost some of the things in culture that we hold dear. So, you know, some things are cultural. It's not that they're biblical, they're cultural. But I'd love to hear from you. My phone number is 888 432 Seventy four thirty four. That's the number live in studio. So feel free uh to give me a call and uh as well as on Facebook Live. Remember what my uh my handle is, it's uh Anderson Speaks. So you can see me there. I'm waving at you and throwing my sideways peace sign out there and would love to talk to you there as well. So feel free. Uh, to hit me up on Facebook. I see Daryl Musgrove is there. Good afternoon. Back to you. Michelle Sims says this, save your money as soon as you start working. I think that's a great word to young people. But, you know, remember when you were young, even if someone said that to you, you needed every dime. And that's the hard part. So you got to teach them even younger than when they're young adults how to tithe. I think that's one. People who are tithers today, I bet you, 85% of them were taught tithing at a young age. Now I'm not sure, that's not scientific, I'm just guessing. But uh, you know, did your parents teach you give 10% a dime out of every dollar, you know, and my parents used to even, you know, slide me some money when it was offering time, and the way we did offerings growing up is you stood up and walked out the pew down to the front of the church and you put money in a basket and went back to your seat while y'all were singing and marching. So offering was a whole thing in and of itself. And if they had two or three baskets, you had to choose which one to put the basket in. And but you see your parents were were helping you. Mama would give me a dollar or a quarter or something. And so that's building something into you so you realize that, you know, church and God and faith uh is connected to your money. All right. So thank you, Michelle, for saying that. Uh, Russell Lewis says the younger and older generations need to learn more about their emotions and how it impacts their behavior. Atlas of Emotions website is a starting point. So uh, Atlas of Emotions, I guess, is what he's saying is a website. But how how do you teach uh, your kids how to deal with their own emotions, and how do you deal with your own emotions as well? Um, Ms. Lightfoot, hello to you. Glad that you're there. And Denise Barr, good to see you as well, Denise. Bar. Well, my number is 888 43 I'm going to run to Silver Spring, Maryland and talk to Anonymous, who's on the line. Hello, Anonymous. It's Dr. Anderson here. How are you?
11: I'm okay. Thank you, sir.
3: Thanks for calling. Um,
11: so, yeah, on the, the topic of what I might share with younger people, um, is something that I've learned over time, um, and that's uh, to feel less urgency about time itself. Mm-hmm. Um, also in AA, we talk about it a lot, uh, like, don't drink today, just just not for today. You mm-hmm. can drink tomorrow or next week, but we never do <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> if we take it one hour at a time.
0: Mm-hmm. And I,
11: I feel bad for the young people. I wouldn't want to be a, a young person growing up the way the, that this area is nowadays and all the crisis going on in the world. Um, so I take my hat off to them. I think they're living through the toughest time that I've known of. Right. Um, socially, institutionally, corruption in government, uh, climate change.
3: Yeah. There's a lot and there's a lot, isn't there this day and age? So they, I feel like they need us. They need younger people, need older people to help show them that they can make it.
11: Yeah. And I just have to be less picky about little things, you know. Like if I'm riding the bus with somebody and and they're being obnoxious, I try to ignore it as long as I possibly can.
3: Right. Yeah. That. <laughs> yeah. That's a tough. That's a tough one because there's a there's a part of you that says, you know, let me ignore this, let me be safe. There's another part where you're hoping that they respect their elders. So if you say, hey, listen, can y'all uh, pipe down a little bit? Back in the day, we'd be like, yes, ma'am. Nowadays, mm-hmm. you know, they they may not have that respect. They may actually uh, be violent toward uh, older persons. So it, it's a it's a difficult world out there today. It sure is.
11: I got I've gotten both of those reactions on the buses.
3: How about and I'm a that? Frequent
11: bus traveler.
3: Well, you just stay stay we, safe.
11: Yeah, God bless our kids.
3: Amen we to that. We haven't
11: given them the best world to
3: grow up in amen to that well hopefully we can turn it around for their kids so i'll talk to you later miss anonymous from silver spring when i get back i'm going to carlos he's in virginia i want to come to you as well what's the younger generation missing these days by the way what do older folk need to understand and embrace how can we learn from one another let's build a bridge across the generational divide this is real talk with dr david anderson Most of all, get your basement fixed. Give them a call. 844-980-3707. That's
4: 844-980-3707.
8: If you're anything like me, you see all the division and hostility in the world, And you know that if you just had the right tools, you could make a difference. You could help bring some healing. You could be a bridge builder. Guided by Dr. David Anderson and the Gracism Global team, I learned how to live and lead by becoming a positive solution in a world that's dealing with such negative problems. I went from feeling overwhelmed to being empowered, from being a bystander to becoming a bridge builder. Dr. Anderson has taken the principles of racism around the world, helping corporations, ministries, nonprofits, and government leaders grow in their ability to bridge the deepest divides of color, class, and culture. Through Racism Global's coaching and certifications, you can gain the confidence and skills to bring change right where you are. Whether for you or your whole organization, We're here to help you bring the power of racism into your life and leadership today. Visit GracismGlobal.com and join us on this transformative journey. We're not just fighting against racism, we're building a world of racism.
3: Real talk with Dr. David Anderson. Rebecca Rodriguez says on my Facebook page, older generations from a different country must embrace what their younger generations will challenge as their new norm. However, there are fine lines between tradition, obedience, and disrespect. That's for sure, Rebecca, and disrespect. I don't care what generation you're from. We can't have that. And so we got to make sure that we at least teach and pass on, Honor, honorable behavior, respect, and lifting up the older generation. I think when we teach young people from a young age how to defer to those that are older, it serves them well when they get older. But if they don't learn how to defer as children to older people, then when they get older, they disrespect older people without even knowing it because mother never taught them get up. So the older person can sit down. If mommy or daddy didn't teach you that when you were seven, when you're 27, you can have a 67, 77, 87 year old woman standing on a bus or a train or in a room while you're sitting down because no one taught you that you don't even realize that you are are missing something. And so part of it for older folk is to make sure that you teach younger folk how to defer how to honor age. And by doing that, they will carry that with them as they get older. What do y'all think about that? Here's my number, 888-432-7434. My lines are still open. Get in while you can. we got about 10 minutes left. I'm going, as promised, to Virginia now. We're going to talk to Carlos, who's on the line. Hey, Carlos, it's Dr. Anderson here. How you doing?
6: I'm going fine. Everything wonderful. For Good. Hey, you need to turn your radio
3: down so we can hear you, okay? I got
6: you. I got you. Thank okay. you, sir. Right now. What are you
3: thinking?
6: I have a comment, Mr. Anderson. I think the difference in the old generation and the generation is not the, the respect of the generation, the old generation, it's between. The old, the old generation they have to respect the young generation too right yeah. it's, it's from
3: Car- both sides. Carlos what is that noise it's hard to hear you are you on a speaker or what's going on over
6: there uh, it's, it's called. I, I put it down can you put down yeah thank you sorry
3: okay um, give it to me one more time
6: that, that's, my, that's my main concern right? when we're teaching the gas like uh, you say the ties I think the ties is a controversial thing Controversial tithes.
3: things
6: to mm-hmm. talk to in the in the in the, in the, in the church.
3: Uh huh. Yeah, you talking you talking because, about tithes? Is that what I heard? Tithes? Yes. Uh huh. Yes. And we need yes. to teach yes. young, young people that.
6: You. That's what I hear from you. When you say you have tithes, you have to teach the the kids generation. It's like at the ten dollars; they have to tie one dollar. That's right. Something like that. Yes. But, I think for for the teaching kids it's not a problem. But the problem is it's nothing in the Bible say that. That's a mean, you know. Oh, the guys d- never mentioned the dollar, ten dollars, the last. now we can interpret it. We can interpret it mm-hmm. the way we can do. That's a mean the, the main concern. For me, this is the, this is I finish with that. For me
3: Well the principle the, the principle tithes, of giving back it, to the Lord tithes, the principle of giving back to yeah. the Lord is very, very yeah. important. Whether you want to say a tithe, ten percent, from the Old Testament, yeah. or whether you want to teach them from the New Testament that a hundred percent belongs to God, all right, and you give back to the Lord, some most people need some kind of percentage to help them because the reality is hundred percent belongs to God. The pro, the, I'm agree with you. Yeah. So I, I think I'm agree, I'm agree
6: with you. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I want to finish. The tie of anything person you do, you do is very personal. Right. When you're ready to know, you know you can tie. You can tie money. You can tie your time. You can tie because it's up. this principle, right? It's, that, the, that's princ- I mean, it's um, the
3: principle. It's the
6: principle.
7: Mister
3: Anderson. Yeah? yeah, I agree See, I, with you. I agree with one, you that start it's start the. Pr- it, but got. but there's a little there's a little bit of um, disagreement here on on tides, but and I can tell you what my what my interpretation of it is, but it doesn't matter whether we agree on the tithe or not a tithe. We do agree on mm-hmm. you need to give back to the mm-hmm. Lord. We agree on that, right? I mean, okay. Amen, so yes. and teaching a kid that is important. Would you agree with me on that?
6: The teaching the God first after that they, did it, they, they yes. had to tithe. Good. You know, God first. And that's I mean, it's, it's the phone. It's yes. not they say you don't teach or don't know. It's the form right. when we started. You know? I'm sorry for that. No, Maybe that's
3: that's good. Thank you so much. God bless you, Carlos. And, and so, you, and so, we may disagree on whether you should uh, teach a kid to give a tithe or not, um, but to give back to the Lord first is most important. So whether it's a nickel or whether it's a quarter or whether it's a dollar out of ten dollars, but I believe you start with the tithe. And let me tell you why. And again, it's a different interpretation maybe than what some of you might think. Because some people believe the Old Testament taught tithing. The New Testament does not. Um, but the Old Testament actually teaches tithes and offerings. Tithes is 10% of your earning. Offerings was above that. So really, you have to bring your tithes and your offerings into the storehouse. And if you begin to add up what the offerings were, it hit to about 23%. All right. Now, having said that, let's just stick with the tithe right now. That's Old Testament. But Old Testament practices become New Testament principles. That's what I always like to say. Now, so what's the New Testament principle? Is it the tithe? No, actually, it's 100% of what you earn belongs to the Lord, but you're supposed, supposed to give back a portion to the Lord. Well, how much do you give? Well, it says if you give sparingly, you will reap sparingly. If you sow or give generously, you will reap generously. Nobody can put a percentage on what generous is. Nobody can put a percentage on what sparing is, but I can tell you what we can do. We can at least start with the tithe because most people don't even give that. Now, the Old Testament was talking about a tithe. The New Testament was talking about 100% belongs to the Lord. But why? You got to understand what Jesus is doing. You got to understand the 10th tithe was already assumed in the new Testament. So Jesus wasn't trying to teach on a tithe. Jesus was trying to teach on the other 90% that they thought was theirs. <laughs> so the tithe was already assumed. Jesus is now saying, y'all think you're righteous because you are given a 10th, but the other 90% is God's too and so that's what jesus was doing he wasn't eliminating the tide he was trying to bring in the other 90 percent to let you know god owns it all so he's not saying well just throw away the tide he said that was already that was old school we already know that that's what we call a given what about the other 90 percent? see so but whatever view you take we got to teach kids to honor god with their money that's the principle we'll be right back
10: Hello, this is Dr. Greg Seltz from the Don Crow Show on WAVA. Israel and her people are still reeling from the massive terrorist attack on October 7th. But Jews in Israel aren't the only ones suffering. For the most impoverished of God's children scattered across Ukraine, the former Soviet Union, and in many places around the world, the winter months are here. And that means more bone-chilling cold and a fight to survive. That's why I'm asking our WAVA listeners to give a special year-end donation to the International Fellowship of Christians and Jews. A gift of just $45 will help rush crucial winter supplies like heating fuel, winter blankets, and food to the most needy. And thanks to a generous match challenge from our friends at Passport Auto Group, any donation to the fellowship this holiday season will be doubled. Call 800-664-5300. That's 800-664-5300 or
7: online at WAVA, the number four, Israel.org.
9: Ready to change your phone service? you got to check out Boost Infinite Wireless at BoostInfinite.com. You get their low-priced service and a brand-new iPhone every year. And Boost Infinite's new technology gives you three networks for the price of one, so you get the best quality calls and data anywhere you are. No one can do that except Boost. Switch today at BoostInfinite.com or call 855-55-BOOST. See BoostInfinite.com for terms and conditions.
5: Boost.
1: Dell's Cyber Monday event is their biggest sale of the year. Shop limited time deals on laptops like the stylish, innovative XPS 13, engineered to do it all on the Intel Evo platform. Plus, save big on ultra-sharp monitors and top-brand accessories. It's the perfect time to upgrade any home, business, or gaming setup powered by Intel Core processors. Shop now at dell.com slash deals to take advantage of huge savings and free shipping. Again, that's dell.com slash deals.
3: It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, and I am so glad we've been able to hang out today. I've got uh, just a couple minutes left. We've been talking about the generational divide and how generational mentoring can help that. Older to the younger, older men to younger men, older women to younger women, younger men uh, looking up to older men, honoring them and learning from them and vice versa. Uh, It's so important to have that respect going between each other and even younger women uh, looking up to older women. And I think they want it. Honestly, I don't think there is enough women in their 40s, 50s and and forward that are reaching out to younger women to say, hey, I'm here for you. Uh, I want to help you with your marriage. I want to help you with your family. I want to help you with your money. Uh, I want to help you with your job. Uh, So I think they want it. They're looking for it. So where are y'all? Are y'all showing up? I want to hear from you. I'm going to take one last call. My lines are now closed. Let's go to Hyatt'sville, Maryland and talk to Anonymous who's on the line. Hello, anonymous Dr. Anderson here. How are you doing?
9: Hi, Dr. Anderson. I'm doing all right. How are you?
3: Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging with me. What are you thinking?
9: So I couldn't agree with you more. Um, honestly, my comment would be that the older generation has a tendency to assume what the younger generation is doing
2: mm-hmm.
9: or infantilize them and make them seem like they're incapable of taking on responsibility and roles. So, it's like a power struggle and it's something right. I'm honestly dealing with in my own personal community in my own personal life. And I have a few other sisters in Christ who are younger than me that are feeling that, that power struggle between mm-hmm. the older generation and the younger generation.
3: Do you think so, it's because the older what, generation is uh, unwilling to let go of some things?
9: There, some, some people have actually heard admit that it's hard for them to let go of like that power but it's sort of like a thing where you kind of have to, whether you choose to let go of it mm-hmm. or something happens where you can no longer perform certain duties. Like as you get older, the younger people need to know the information that you know so that they can continue to carry on those traditions right. that are good right? and those biblical truths that are good. But if you don't relinquish that power, we can't do it. So when, we ha- when you hand it over to us or whenever we receive it, right. it's going to be a complete mess right. because we don't we're figuring it out now at this point instead of it being a situation where the power was transferred, the truths were transferred. You came alongside men and women because that's what we honestly need in love where it's not necessarily, Oh, you're, you're this, you're that, without actually stepping into someone's life and saying, Oh, well, this is why you do the things you do.
3: Well, and I wonder how, uh, how much grieving is taking place for the older folk who realize they have to Mm -hmm. let go. And so uh, they need some training, on that as well. I mean, it's even hard to have an older person let go of their home if they if, if it's time for them to move into a retirement community or or something like that. So I'm sure it's difficult uh, maybe in their 60s, 50s, 70s to say, you know what, even though I've been in this business for 40 years, it's time it's time to turn it over to Anonymous. I've been grooming her for five years and then five years comes and they're like, yeah, we're not ready yet. Yeah. <laughs> so I think it's a struggle. I think you um, you correctly uh, brought it to the table, and I thank you for doing it today on my show. Okay, Anonymous?
9: Well, thank you for having me.
3: Mm-hmm. God bless you. That's Hyattsville, Maryland, showing up. Well, listen, let's pray together. Heavenly Father, would you give us wisdom to know how to hand uh, the ball over to the next generation? Uh, we move from one season to the next. Help us, Lord, to know that once we release certain things, uh, that we can be open for other things. So give us wisdom for this tough topic in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Father,
6: help your children.